0: Hello and welcome. You are listening to the Investor Lab, the auditory epicenter for passionate people seeking a life of freedom, choice, and abundance. And on today's show, we talk with Jacob and Jess, who are in fact using property investment to do just that as well. So we talk to them about their journey, where they met, and the fact that they met in university, uh, which is really awesome. In the fact, they've got such a great relationship now. But we also talk about how their property investing journey started with effectively no strategy, no investment thesis, and Kind of just buying in their hometown and and hoping for the best, which actually turned out pretty well in the long run. Um, but we' are also talk about how even though they haven't yet achieved their goals, the impact of property investing uh, has the, the impact that it has on their day-to-day life right now and the tran- and the way that that's transformed their mindset. And the way that that's helping them to shape a better future for themselves. So I really like this story because it really gets into the heart of what it's like when you're along the way and how the, and what this can kind of do for you as you progress through the journey of property investing as well. So if you are a property investor or you're thinking about property investing and you want to hear a story about people who are doing just that, then this is the episode for you. So without any further ado, I'll get stuck right into it and I'll see you on the inside. Hey guys, welcome back to the Investor Lab. Joining me on today's show is Jess and Jacob Highland. They are successful property investors in their own right, and I'm really excited to have them on the show. G'day, how are you? Yeah, good. Good, good. That's good, it's yeah, I'm super excited to have you here. It's been a little while since we uh, since we last caught up, so I'm super excited to uh, have a chat with you now and, um, and check in on a few things and how your portfolio is going and all of that kind of stuff. But before we get started, why don't you give us when you give us a little bit of a background? Tell us a little bit about you know who you guys are, what do you do, where are you from, all of that kind of stuff. Yeah. So, um, yeah.
1: So I grew up in Sydney. Um, did an engineering degree. That's how we met. So. Um, yeah, moved more into the project management space now at a private engineering consultancy. Yep. Um, but, yeah, we're based in Sydney now, but you're not originally from Sydney.
2: Yeah, no, so I grew up in Armidale and then in high school moved to Meriburre in Queensland. Yep. Um, and then attended university at UNSW um, and that's where Jess and I met. At a, nice. Then yeah. we were at a photo shoot for the <laughs> engineering guide. So, yeah. Um, and then we we'll
1: are leaders on an engineering yeah, camp for high school an kids. <laughs> camp,
2: um, and then... Yeah, I guess after uni, started a job and been at the job for probably eight and a half, nine years now. So, um, yeah, and we've got one son at the moment and
0: another bub on the way. So
2: nice, yeah, exciting
0: times ahead. Life's that's,
1: busy.
2: <laughs>
0: <yeah>. <laughs> that's awesome. That's awesome. Are you um just with the with the bub that's on the way? Do you guys do you guys want to know in advance what the what the gender is, or do you want the surprise?
1: We had a surprise first time round, so yeah. we were like, no, we'll do the same this time.
0: Awesome. Something to look it.
1: forward
0: to at the end. <laughs> yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Awesome, love that, guys. So let's talk. Let's talk property, right? Because I'm interested to um, I'm interested to dig in. Because when we first met, you'd already bought an investment property, so you already had one under the belt. But I'd be interested to kind of go back to because you guys met at university, right? So presumably neither of you had an investment property when you first met. Sure. So had, did either of you have an interest in property before you got started? I
1: think it was more you had you. Were, finished uni a couple of years before me and had a bunch of savings and didn't really want them just sitting in the bank. So you definitely were yeah, the instigator yeah. of, oh, I, w- I would like to buy a property and you went with where your parents are in Maryborough, yeah, in yeah. the area you know.
2: It was just like simple to get one where my parents were because I kind of knew the area. Yeah, um, And, yeah. Like,
1: it was a, It was a lucky find though. Yeah. Like we didn't really know anything about it. I mean, I was still studying, so I definitely wasn't thinking financially about properties or anything like that. So, yeah, Yeah, it was very much driven by you.
2: Yeah, it was a property that yielded pretty well. Um,
1: Yeah, three-bedroom house with a pool pool. in a good neighbourhood near town. So, And we were lucky too. The owner had friends that were wanting to move closer to town so we could actually rent it privately at the start. And
2: they've been in there since the start. So I think that was two thousand. 15 was 16 yeah, it was, yeah, it was yeah. a very
1: lucky <laughs> lucky process cuz um yeah we had no idea didn't have any professional
2: advice or anything
0: uh, nice and um little did you know that Maryborough would end up turning out to be a quite a good performing little suburb yeah. yeah
2: yeah i mean it was flat for the first 5 years <laughs> yeah, like nothing yeah. happened at all
0: yeah.
2: um and then in the last 2 3 years it's just went crazy like yeah.
1: yeah but we knew it was a good a good street um you know the the properties we got it undervalued when we bought it, yeah. Um, and yeah, like yep. I said, it's just been a very lucky find. Um, but you know, so far it's been a good pro- like base property for us,
0: um, yeah. Nice, and it
1: was did positively you- geared. So, you know, risk wise, we felt the repayments were covered by the rent, so it was a good starting point,
0: yeah. Nice, I was because I was gonna ask, like, did you have any like investment thesis before you got into <laughs> that? Like, did you, did you think? Did you even, were you even conscious of like, hey, we want to buy something that's like positively geared or was it, did did you literally just go, I have money, that one I can afford, let's buy that one? Or was was there any strategy or any investment thesis behind it at all? No,
2: no real strategy at all. I mean, my my dad helped us out, find the property and yeah, purchase it. Um, (laughs) But other than that, there wasn't really any strategy for what we were doing. It was just
1: feeling their
2: way through it. Yeah. I mean, my parents had always owned their properties. Um, they don't have investment properties. So I guess,
0: yeah, we Sydney weren't... was really expensive. Yeah, we were
1: never <laughs> interested I... in buying in Sydney. Yeah. So
0: was... Why not? Why weren't you interested in buying in Sydney?
1: Yeah. I think ultimately we want to move out of Sydney. Mm-hmm. And also we we did look at one stage at some apartments in the area we live and they there just wasn't a great deal of choice for our budget. And so... Yeah, I think we yeah, just thought. We just well, we just didn't can...
2: feel comfortable in them apartments, right. and we'd have to spend a lot more money to renovate them. But then the apartments didn't really improve in value too much. So yeah, it, yeah, it we wasn't
1: just didn't really see cost-effective for us. We didn't see it as a good investment.
0: So what was the thinking then? Like back at that first property, right? So you had some money saved up, and you're thinking, okay, I got some money saved up. i have got to do something with it. Like what? Why? What, what was? What was the thing? You had no real strategy or investment thesis around buying a property. Did you have any goals in mind or was it just like I need to do something with my money and so you just did that or was there, what yeah. was the? No, I mean, like,
2: there wasn't really any goals. I guess I needed to do something to yep. build some something for later on.
1: Um, and I think it was, well, when we're ready to buy a place of our own, wherever that may be, you know,
2: we can then use
1: either the equity in the property or sell it yep. to then fund the next property. Yeah. So.
2: But- yeah, so it was a bit, yeah, go in and do something, but um, yeah, a bit blind, but the same respects. But I it know. wasn't a lot of money at the end of the day. Like, no. I think we bought it for two hundred six. Two hundred six, and now awesome. it's over three hundred. So, um, like it's pretty good.
1: And it was a low yeah. risk, as we said. You yeah. know, the the rent covered the repayments. Um, yeah. So, we were pretty happy with that.
0: Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Okay. So. At what point did you decide that you wanted to take property investing a little bit more seriously?
2: Yeah, I guess that was probably me <laughs> that, yeah. that pushed that between the two of us. Um, I guess we were probably pregnant. Uh, well, Jess was pregnant. Oh, <laughs> I was going to say, <laughs> uh, yeah. With with Artie. Um, and I guess like we were, I was very stressed with work at that point in time, um, some stressful jobs uh, and, I was like, there has to be another way for us to build on our wealth. Um, like, I mean, we'd read Barefoot Investor and a couple of other things, and through that, it was like you need to make your money work for you. Yeah. Um,
1: so there was a bit you got into putting some money in stocks, and that was a bit of a hobby for yeah. That for was a, a bit while. of a
2: hobby. That. Um,
1: then you, I remember you were sort of like, oh, I feel like we need to diversify our portfolio, and you were listening to a heap of podcasts, yeah, yeah. and I think that's how he came across Dashdot.
2: And. Yeah, I guess from there I was like, oh, this this could be a way that we could um, set ourselves up for later on down the track. But yeah, so I guess that was probably three years ago. Um, mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, it was it was when I was on parental leave that started, we had the initial discussion with you guys because yep. I think you listened to a webinar or you've been listening to the podcasts, and we were yeah, like, yeah. well, we don't want to do this again without professionals. You know, so why
0: so why so why not though? Like where was the roadblock, right? Because you guys had already bought one property before. So where why didn't you think that you could just go and do it, do it yourself? Like we're like I'm very interested. Just knowing in
1: that. knowing the area, you know, like we just weren't sure where to even start with the research in terms of knowing yeah. which areas were going to be a good investment, you know, which ones were sort of starting to show an increase in property value. Um or infrastructure that would see the property prices go up.
2: Yeah, I think. Yeah, I I started looking around at a few places, and then I I don't know. For me to make a decision to buy something, takes me about six months. <laughs> so yeah. cars, uh,
1: and <laughs> by,
2: by the time I'd made a decision, it was gone anyway. So, um, <laughs> and really didn't know what price point to go at was really a, a thing. So, I mean, we're both in a profession that um we get paid for our expertise um so we thought yeah we're better off getting someone to help us yeah that we know knows the business um and has
1: the resources to be able to do all that research and yeah
2: yeah and we'll get us something that yes there is faith at the start but in the long term we'll be better off um so yeah, I guess that's kind of why we reached out.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's interesting. So what are your goals? Because you, when you started investing, you had no goals basically effectively, right? You were just like, okay, we're just going to crack into it. What Ultimately, are
1: Ultimately, if the properties can pay for, you know, early retirement or something, that was, you know, that was kind of a loose goal at the end.
0: Yeah. Is that, yeah. Still, is that still your goal now?
1: Oh, I mean, it'd be nice to finish yeah. up work earlier, but... Um,
0: yeah, because I think like the initial
2: discussion that we had with you, we were talking about Potentially having enough money that we could probably work a couple days a week. Yeah. And downside and do more road trips. Um, Yeah. uh, We do like to do that. And I guess on road trips is kind of where we make (laughs) most of our life decisions. Lots
1: yeah. of time um, talking
2: in the car. It's, so,
0: it's the best, isn't it? Like I, so, I love yeah. going on a road trip. Me and Gabby will go on a road trip and we'll drive for hours and we won't even have the radio on. We'll just be talking, 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 talking the whole way along. It's great. Yeah,
1: it's uninterrupted yeah, time. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's good.
2: So I guess, yeah, with that, we were kind of hoping for it to build on that. But I guess, yeah, we've kind of changed a little bit that we want to build enough. Of a buffer, I guess, that we can start doing our own thing potentially yep. one day. Um, but,
1: but the mindset changes as we have acquired a few properties through you guys. And yeah. So let's yeah, let's, so let's just learning learning let, a
0: lot. Yeah. Let's talk about that then, right? Because you've now got three properties in your portfolio. So you've got the property in Maryborough plus two that you've uh, that we've worked together on on helping yep. you acquire as well. So safe to say. The goal that you've got of being able to cut back on work, do your own thing, you're not, you're not there yet, right? No. No. But I'm very interested to to kind of dig in. Like how, how do you – firstly, how do you – high level, like how do you feel that the properties have performed? But then the follow-up question to that is what impact has that had on you today? Like, yeah, yeah. that's what I'd be interested in digging into.
1: Well, the first one was the Townsville place that you guys found us and that was, it's a duplex. So we've got two rental incomes coming from that. Yeah. Um, And that's been great. Like Townsville's just taken off. Um, Yeah, we've seen the property value increase, which has then (laughs) certainly built the equity a lot faster. We were initially like, oh, you know, our repayments, you know, we'll build up the equity in it. But then where you get it revalued after the market's sort of gone Mm. up a bit and it was like, oh, wow, okay. You know, we've already got a decent chunk of equity in this. Um, And we used equity from the first property we had to get the third one in um, WA. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, I think we're just now seeing, and our mindset certainly changed. It was like, oh, no, we'll wait a few more years until we invest in another one. Recently, we got the WA place valued. And, again, it's jumped up quite significantly in just six months since we've had it. So, yeah, we're seeing how good property can be to help build our wealth.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Go, go,
2: Jacob. No, because I think, like, yeah, at the start we did have some hiccups, like, um, yeah, and I guess we were, just with the bank, yeah, yeah, <laughs>
1: with we trying to negotiate, like, me coming off parental leave and yeah. You know, yeah, coming back. Although my work gave letters saying yes, she'll be returning full time at this salary. They were like, no, we need to wait for a full a sleep. and so that was a bit tricky. And then the bank stuffed up one of the one of the forms. Um, so work for a property prior to the Townsville Place, but, you know,
2: worked through that. But. Yeah. So I guess, yeah, it was a bit of a, oh, are we doing the right thing? And now that we've we've got them and we're starting to see, um, yeah, like equity being built in them, like in, oh, I know the last two years is a bit <laughs> a bit different, like a lot's going on. Yeah. But, yeah, we can see that it's starting to, to push us towards where we want to be. Because I mean, yeah, for the equity that we've got, but like, we wouldn't be able to work in a year and save that amount of money. But yeah. Um, so having that as a as a reserve to to push us forward and continue on is yeah, something that's really yeah, starting to So yeah, push our us.
1: mindset's definitely shifted in terms of, you know, this is a great a great thing we're working towards and our goal is probably also added to the goal, sorry, is you know being able to move out of Sydney and buy our own place in, you know, a few years time, ideally, yeah. but yeah, it's certainly moved away from just oh, we'll work, we'll save money, you will sit in the bank and it'll grow to. So, okay, property is going to work well. So first.
0: how's that? How's that affected you in in? in today's terms, it's shifted your mindset a bit? Because now you're like, oh, wow, okay, hang on a second. These things might be a little bit more more possible than I thought. How, how is it, has it changed anything in your day-to-day life? Because what, what I've tended to find, and I'm not trying to, I'm curious about you guys, but what I've tended to find is that once you feel that momentum, once you have that kind of like, oh, hang on a second, this is working, right? It actually change, It can change like kind of like how you show up today, like what you think about is possible and it can maybe change your what you want out of life or, you know, any of these kind of things. Like I, I think it's a really liberating kind of uh, experience to kind of go through. And I'm wondering if you guys have had any, have it had any like uh, direct tangible or intangible uh, benefits uh, to your current life?
1: Yeah, I think well, even in the last month probably, since we got the WA place valued, we were initially like, oh, we might have to wait till after I return to work after this next baby.
2: Mm.
1: Um, and now we're kind of like, oh, well, maybe we could actually do this sooner before I go on parental leave in September. You know, it's we're, we're seeing we can do things faster. And, yeah. Yeah, it almost becomes a little bit addictive talking about and looking into property and,
2: <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, like I guess. It's exciting. Yeah, yeah. We, we love road trips and that sort of stuff, so... um I guess before we had the properties, it was always a lot of money to do that sort of stuff as well. Um, but yeah, it's things that we're looking forward to more, more so. Yeah. Um, I guess a bit of a mind shift that we can do these things, and it's not going to affect us long term. Because um, I guess going on holidays, you're spending a bit of money. Um, yeah. So yeah, feeling a lot more comfortable with doing some of them things for us rather than um, and ultimately- yeah, just putting into properties just so it's there Mm. and then not living (laughs) our best life yeah Um, so yeah we're trying to yeah push ourselves so we can like have a bit of a mix of both Um, yeah
1: happy to work but it'd be nice you know to take a couple of years off and travel around australia and do things like that and bonus if the properties you know are essentially paying for themselves if not making us money um you know that's that's the best scenario yeah so yeah definitely where we see ourselves and you know 10, 20 years just changes and it's exciting.
0: That's super exciting. And have you got to like, have your family been property investors? Have you got any family and friends that are property investors? What's your kind of like personal network like?
1: Parents? No. Yep. Yeah. Um,
2: my brother's bought one through you guys. Yeah.
0: Um, awesome. Yeah, my yep. brother
1: recently bought one on the Central Coast. Um, They they ended up finding it themselves. Um, yeah. And it was, it was again, more... Sydney was unaffordable, but they wanted to do something with their money. Yep. Um, but I think they've seen already they held it for six months and were, you know, essentially living in it part of the time. Yep. Um, now they're getting it rented out and already just in that six months what they thought they could rent it for has jumped. So I think they're they're pretty excited by that. So yep. I wouldn't be surprised if they, as they sort of finish their studies, um, him and his wife, they, they start to look at it.
0: Did you guys, did you get, were you guys the first ones to be investors, right? In our families. In your families?
1: In our immediate families. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the more people we talk to, the more um, we find out there's either like two friends of mine. It's you buy your home to live in or you've invested in property. So there's some friends that have bought their own home um, and then there's others that have an an investment property, but I guess them investment properties, I guess, are really close to where they live. Mm. Um, and I guess our strategy is, well, with you guys, has been a little bit different. And,
1: but the um, more people we speak to about our investment journey, the more interested they are about buyers agents because it's something people have only started to really hear about recently, um, except for one of our friends who she bought yeah. a few through a buyers agent. So it was nice actually talking to her before we engaged with you guys to be like, was this worth it? Like, was it a good thing going through a buyers agent? Yeah. Um, and she was like, oh, yeah, definitely. And she works in banking. And she found it really good. Um, so, yeah, but now we get to kind of share our experiences with people and gets them really excited about it. So it's becoming, it's becoming more of a thing, I think.
0: Yeah, yeah that's awesome. And so, yeah, because I, I tend to find that it's, um, it's fairly common that like – Property investing can be quite a lonely, lonely sport. Like often, you know, you might not have a huge network of other people, or you might be the catalyst that then inspires a lot of other people to go and uh, do that kind of stuff. So, what advice would you have to someone who is not yet investing in property, but is maybe thinking about it? What what advice would you give them?
1: I think going through a buyer's agent certainly took a lot of the risk yep. factor out for us. You know, we we felt like we had confidence in you guys and your expertise and your team. Um, You know, you've got quite a specialised team that all take on different Mm. parts of the process. It was really nice even once we, you know, put an offer in. We didn't know what the next steps were. So having a clear guide and people organising, you know, the conveyances and building a pest, it was really, that bit was nice and setting us up with great real estate agents at the end because we don't know the area and which agents Mm. are good to go with. Um, So, yeah, my advice would be, to engage a professional, at least for the first one, um, but yeah, it's it's interesting. Also, I think chatting to people who live in the home that they own and haven't looked into property, they get very much like, oh, you should neg- negatively gear this, and there's a lot of opinions. So, I think just trying to weed out some of those and doesn't how, just because do you how, have an opinion how, on property doesn't mean they're right or that's their experience. So, yeah, just trust yeah, your uh, gut. And,
0: yeah, I was going to say, how do you respond to that? Like, if you've got a friend who's you know because you kind of now do have an investment thesis and a strategy, and you're kind yeah. of like, okay, now you're on track. How do you how do you navigate those conversations?
2: Yeah. I mean, like at the end of the day, I just explain what we've done. Um yeah. getting them positively geared. Um, negatively geared, you're still losing money at the end of the day. That but the grand scheme of it is you're losing money and you're getting some of that back. So um yeah. if you have a property that is positively geared, you're ahead. Um, so I guess it's more just trying to fit, like explain what we're doing and make sure that, like,
1: and that doesn't yeah. mean it'll it'll be what everyone chooses. No. You know, some people we we've chosen to buy lower value properties that have a good yield and rental return and everything. Other other friends we know have gone for a much higher value property because they felt that they could get more rent for a higher value property, which sometimes works. Um, but you know, everyone has their own yeah, way yeah. of doing it, so yeah. we just kind of stick with our own plan. We let people have their opinion, but just yeah. At the end of the day, it's for us to decide. Yeah,
0: it's up to yeah. us. Yeah, 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 totally. What, what, what's, what's the biggest lesson you've learned so far in your property investing journey? Lesson. Mm.
1: Make sure the bank knows who <laughs> should sign the forms. Yeah, that's <laughs> right, yeah. For Queensland properties, you need a justice of the peace to sign the mortgage form. Yeah. Um,
2: yeah, I guess I could pretty be. Uh, lesson or learning i guess um is that yeah we've made money work for us we're not working for the money yeah um that's like yeah probably one of the the biggest things that yeah has been a lesson to us um and i guess that yeah is exciting for us too
1: yeah and finding the right team i think you need to have trust and confidence in the team and what they're doing and you know we being engineers, we like to understand the problem and do our research. So when we get, you know, the spreadsheets of the numbers and the the property or the area reports, you know, we like to go through those. So understanding it properly, I think, gives you that confidence that you're doing the right thing.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. And I'm, I'm curious. Right? So you guys have got, got um, uh, one son and then another child on the way. How do you think that your experiences in investing are going to shape the way that you educate your kids about money? And a follow-up question to that is how do you think your life might have been different if you, had been, if you had, had been able to then give yourself that advice in, in a sense when you're when you a kid, if you got the same kind of guidance? Yeah,
2: I mean, I'm, I'm very keen to, to teach him Oh, our current son and yeah. whatever our next baby is <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, yeah. about investing. I mean, um, for for both of us, I guess money was a little bit tight when we were younger. So yeah. um it probably wasn't spoken about too much. Um as in like say we were both of the same mindset of saving is the best thing for us, because then we've got an avenue later on. Mm-hmm. Um
1: yeah, and I guess the whole money in the bank is then your money, but it doesn't have to be in the bank for it to still be your money like it can be in,
2: in So, yeah, hopefully we can um, kind of teach and show yeah. what we've done along mm-hmm. the way as well. Um,
1: but it's interesting to be too pretty open with that. Uh, yeah, like you've grown up with your parents owning the properties they've lived in and it's been, you know, pay it off as quickly as possible, yeah. that mortgage, so you don't have any debt. We... Until I was nine, we lived in our own place and then we sold and we were renting um, the rest of the time, which was fine. That worked for us in Sydney um, mm-hmm. and financially for my parents. So I had quite a different um, different thing there. So it's funny how we've then gotten into property investing because neither set of parents were into it. So, um, yeah, I think, yeah, educating the kids will be good. Um, but, we, you know, the market or the way people go about investing in property is potentially going to change in that time so yeah we'll just guide them and show them what we're doing and how it's worked for us and yeah help them out where we can
0: yeah awesome and i'm curious right so let's say fast forward like you know a few years and let's say that you've built the property portfolio that gives you everything you want gives them gives you all the freedom and choice that you could desire you can you know live life on your own terms what are you going to do
1: i mean ideally we'll be Yeah, have a bit of land somewhere out of Sydney. Mm -hmm. Be able to set up our own business and work for ourselves. Yep. I mean, we don't mind what we do now, but I think working together in the home office throughout COVID has shown us that we quite like working together in the same space. And That's good. Yeah, the the road trip we just did, there was lots of that chat of like, what would our business be? And, you know, how can we end up working for ourselves? So if our property portfolio can help get us there, that's yeah that's the ultimate goal it's just timing i guess
0: yeah awesome awesome love it Yeah, as
1: we said you know the more road trips we can do and see more (laughs) of australia the better
0: (laughs) (laughs) i guess yeah
2: yeah, we we want our kids to experience like outdoors a lot more um i guess the property that we'd probably want would be acreage um yeah so like anywhere from like 20 to 100 acres um enough for children to raise their own if it is cattle or chickens or sheep um, and yeah, just see a different side of things as well.
0: Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. I love it. I I kind of grew up like that. So when I, when we were younger, you know, my parents managed to take us around Australia on a road trip for like three, four months or whatever that was. And I was five, but I still remember it vividly. Like it was like, it's burned in there. I'm like, wow, it was such a transformative experience. And yeah, also good memories. Oh, such good memories, you know, get being out there and experiencing the world. And, you know, it was awesome that my parents were able to, to do that. I mean, they had long service leave and stuff like that, which, which allowed them to do that, but being able to create that manufacture that own freedom in your own life is, is huge. And it's so impactful on, on your, on your kids and everything like that. And, also, growing up in the country, we grew up with enough space to be able to ride dirt bikes and drive cars yep. around the backyard <laughs> and have chicks and chickens and ferrets, and, and so yes, yeah, it's, it's huge. I, I really resonate with that, um, which you know, and that's that's the good thing is because all of the things you want, you can actually set. You're actually setting yourself up to be able to do all of that kind of stuff now, which is super exciting. Yeah, that's
1: it. And I mean, that's not everyone's end goal. You know, some people it might be that they're wanting to be able to afford that really big house in a major yep. city, but. For us, it's to get out to the country lifestyle and live comfortably off, off our property portfolio.
2: Yeah, and I guess not stress about repayments or anything, like be there and be able to enjoy it as well. Yeah.
0: yeah. So curious, why aren't you rent vesting and doing that now?
1: Oh, we rent in Sydney.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. but we yeah. Could, you could move out you could move out to the country now and rent. Yeah.
1: Yeah, we've considered it. I mean. It's been really convenient. Um, like my parents live a suburb mm. away, um, ah. you know, the, the, the mothers' groups and things like that. We've yeah. you know, set up a bit of a, a network here. So, yeah, it's, it's all a bit too convenient having, <laughs> having <laughs> the grandparents nearby. Particularly
0: with kids. a young family, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. so we've, we've found that for that reason, we just want to stay close close to them for the moment. Um, but yeah, we're sort of looking at around the time our son starts school, like a year or two before that, yep. to figure out where we want to be and settle there, so that we can um, yeah start finding our community.
0: Makes sense. Makes sense. Okay, so let's fast forward again and imagine that you've are you, you're, your your last days on earth, right? And you've achieved everything that you set out to achieve. You built the property portfolio that gives you the freedom that you want. You started your own business. You bought 100 acres with a beautiful house on it, raised the kids there, Did all went on all the road trips, saw everything, did everything, ticked all the boxes. It's all you've lived a full and rich life. But the moment that you pass away, everything that you've ever had and everything you've ever built and everything you've ever created, except the kids, of course, you're going to be wiped wipe from, wipe from the face of the earth. No memory that you're ever there. But you get to leave behind three simple truths or lessons that you would give to the world as a gift that will live on forever in your absence. What would you leave behind?
1: Um I think for us a big thing is like focusing on the time um or focusing on the things that bring me joy which is you know time with family mm-hmm. experiences with family and friends um you know a big thing for us is we work to live not live to work so yep. yeah it's um making sure that that quality time is the focus so that's probably my big one.
2: Yeah. be yours I think one of the ones that I had was um, the only person in life that you need to impress is yourself. Mm. Um, So I guess throughout, yeah, the past 10 years or however long, there's always so many people telling you what you should do. um, But you don't need to impress them by what you're doing. Um, Stick to your own morals. Stick.
1: And you don't need to your own
2: values and and go forward Um, because you're the only person you need to impress. and
1: You're the only one putting pressure on yourself.
2: Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And then I think the third one is just about like giving back and we've both grown up like volunteering, you know, whether that be um, giving back in terms of time or money or, you know, something in the community. Like we've both been, you're still a part of our local SES unit. Um, I was prior to kids. Um, but yeah that's always been a really big part of our lives and definitely want to instill that in our kids lives as well yeah
0: yeah love it love it i couldn't agree more i think giving i think giving back is one of the biggest one of the biggest and best things you can do it's so enriching and so fulfilling so we've
1: noticed a few other couples you've interviewed have had the same thing
0: yeah it seems to be a
1: common trend it's great
0: yeah, and and it is. and I think that's one of the it's I think that that's it's a really inspiring thing for me for me to be able to hear and see and uh, it's a really common thing that most people want to give back. Like oh, like there's the there's a fairly common pathway for pretty much any investor. What they're trying to do is they're trying to buy back time, freedom choice and abundance, right? And then it usually it's because they want to be able to give back and contribute, whether it's be to their immediate family, immediate community or global community, but it's about contribution. It's about how can I show up more and give more of myself to others or the world around me. And I, th- I think that's awesome. So yeah, it's great to hear. Love it. Awesome, guys. Well, is there anything I should have asked you that I didn't ask you or anything else you want to share before we leave? I think so. No,
2: pretty good. Just, yeah. I guess, yeah, biggest thing is suit yourself and tread your own path. Yeah, you're the only one that's going to make a difference in your future.
0: Love it. Love it. On that note, let's wrap it up and leave it there, guys. Awesome to have you on the show. Great chat. Great to catch up. um, And I'm excited to see uh, where your future goes, particularly um, as we help you continue to scale out your property portfolio. So awesome. Great to see you guys. Speak soon.
1: Thanks. Bye.